Hello and welcome to Wrestling And. Today we are going to talk about wrestling and masks. Something we haven't talked about, but here we are. That's what our show is. And you've seen them. We all have masks in wrestling. They're kind of weird because only in wrestling do you have guys that are like legit anonymous throughout their whole career, but... It is a thing, and we know they're crucial to what Lucha is, but massive and part of wrestling culture everywhere, especially nowadays. Every country has a masked wrestler that is now a legend, and we still don't know the names of some of them. So let's get into it, and uh, before we do, we just had some kind of news just happen a little bit ago, and uh, it'll probably all be solved by the time you guys hear this, but we're going to talk about it real quick. Justin, in-ring art, Justin, what is going on with MJF? Uh, I don't know if necessarily it'll be solved, but we'll know what actually happened. But apparently, uh, he no-showed at the AEW Fan Fest tonight, and it's been kind of confirmed by some sources that he actually booked a flight out of Vegas and is allegedly going to no-show tomorrow for his match against Wardlow at Double or Nothing. Oh, God. Well, that would be absolutely terrible, and possibly affect his career forever if he ended up doing that uh yeah it doesn't seem like a very good idea for him to do something like that i mean a fan fest is one supposedly yeah the fan fest is one thing you can do that and still you know be somewhat kayfabe about it but um yeah if he's actually leaving the show altogether who knows what's going on if it's even real but um it's it's, we'll see i've heard a lot of people say it's real it is real. A lot of people that would know yeah. better. Um, Samoa Joe also no show. Did you hear that? I did not hear that part, no. Um, however, Samoa Joe had communication issues, not the same as MJF. Did you also see that MJF has booked a flight out of Las Vegas today? Yeah, I think I just said that, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I missed that. I was looking at my text. Yeah. Sorry. We, well, what's it, the thing with Samoa Joe? He just had communication issues, so he might not have known what time he was supposed to be there. Oh, okay. Someone might to have the fan fest. Him. Yeah, yeah, to the autograph. Oh, I see. Okay. So, um, that wouldn't be like him. N- no, very known as very professional. It's going to be weird too. My sister's going to double nothing, as you know, uh, tomorrow, and she is an MJF freak. So she is uh, really going to have her heart broken if he doesn't show up. And man. I would feel so bad for Wardlow, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's supposed to be... I mean, who knows what's going to happen with that match. But, yeah, obviously it's a big spot for him. Biggest match of his career? Um, I mean, allegedly the, the whole thing with MJF is his contract's up in, what, 2024? Yeah. I mean, that's a little too soon to be worrying about stuff like this. Yeah. Well, he um, could want more money now. It's possible. Would, would WWE deal with a guy who ditched the middle of his contract like that? Well, Who's to say he wouldn't do that to them? No, and that's what I'm saying. That's why this would be a really, really bad look. And I think he's smarter than that. So, um, I mean, not a whole lot to say about it. Again, by Monday, by the time this comes out, we will know if he was at the show. I think chances are he will be at the show. And uh, we'll get on to that later. I mean, this is this could be some Andy Kaufman level shit that he's working on right now. Who knows? I think we always want it to be, but uh, you know, I guess we really don't know. Um, so, but it, we could have said the same thing about Sasha and Naomi, right? It's just Andy Kaufman level 
they're on a next level than us but no i never that thought never occurred to me for them too but uh maybe for mjf but not them i don't know if it occurs to me for mjf either considering that fans pay money to go see you and you know i know he's got that character but he's got that character where he doesn't give an s about it you should see his uh, you know people like your sister he wants to Go ahead, what? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, first of all, you, you want to um, turn off your video? Would you mind doing uh, that for now? Uh, sure. Okay. Get, Getting, get a little latency right now. Oh, okay. It's pretty good on my end. Yeah, I yeah. think you like warped out in and out. That's I didn't hear. Anyways, um, uh, yeah, have you seen his cameos? Uh, yeah. You know he charges 500 Does he really? Yeah. The max. Well, people are stupid enough to pay them, then you know, like, yeah, what that's what they want. It's just, it's like, you know, he's like a, you know, a dominatrix or somebody like that who pays you pay them to abuse you, right? True, true. So I mean, that's pretty much his. Why would he be nice to somebody like these people are paying him that kind of money to do stupid to roast stuff? You. He's get, yeah, that's what they want. Or to lazily make the cameo and put no effort into it and stuff. But, uh, you know, like you said, they, they want to be abused. And, uh, you know, if you charge enough, people will buy stuff. Um, if you have the money. Some lady said, MJF, thank you. My kids loved it. You know, as he calls their kids a piece of shit. And, you know. And, well, you see, the you know, he took someone's drawing and ripped it or whatever he did with it. Scribbled all over it. Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean this is his that's that's basically you know that's his uh his shtick right um this kind of takes it to a whole other level um but uh yeah i guess we'll see what happens well sometimes uh parody in real life there's a fine line there you know what i mean so uh well they say that what they've always say the best character is you times 10 right so there you go i think they say yourself bumped up to 11 yeah yeah so we'll see about that um today we're gonna talk about wrestling and masks um justin talk about the aura that kind of masks have nowadays uh for wrestlers nowadays huh? nowadays yeah uh or can have. well yeah i mean mask i mean are always gonna offer that kind of mis- level of mysteriousness who is that masked person right mm-hmm. who is that masked man who is that masked woman right so it's just a way to not, uh hide your identity or simply just create a new identity for yourself in the ring um you know to this day we still see guys that are quote-unquote masked wrestlers when they show up for outside ring events the mask is on um you know the mask is on when they uh you know, or doing commentary, appear on shows, or on guests somewhere. If they're wearing a suit, the mask is uh, still there. If, they, if they're doing a game show that's not involved in wrestling at all, they're wearing a suit and a mask. They're still wearing the mask, and if there is a photo of them where they're in the background, it's probably blurred out if their mask isn't on, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, it's pretty much a part of their, it's their face. Do, do do the masks kind of remind you of like a superhero gimmick kind of? At yeah, all? I think so. Um, Where you put the mask on, right? Like Superman when he, you know, 
ripped his suit off and he was in that it's and it's like you you become uh, uh you get power from it right you become a different character or it's just a way to hide your identity uh to who you are so there is the superhero who walks among us when they're not in quote-unquote gimmick right and then mm-hmm. they put the mask on or whatever well actually not that many superheroes wear masks not every superhero wears a mask a lot of superheroes wear masks though or or little just little half. little domino masks you know that hides right. their identity quote unquote it's like rob or, you robin know, S- superman would do the opposite he'd wear the glasses when he wasn't uh superman. and no one could tell who he was yeah kind of funny right yeah i but, think conan um, made fun of that on saturday night live years ago but go ahead yeah so basically um yes that's their identity and it's you know a sin to take it off uh whether it's taken off by someone else or they take it off themselves although a lot of the you know these days we've seen a lot of the wrestlers without their mask on um sometimes in the ring uh and sometimes mm-hmm. out and, of and the we'll, ring we'll and, get we'll get into those stories yeah. uh in a little bit here but doesn't yeah, quite have I, the I, mystique it used to have but it still is pretty one of those traditions uh that is still it's, it's, it still works today and it's respected and yeah it does work and i like that and say it works because it, it 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 there is a purpose to it in a way you know like you said hiding identity making them into like a superhero kind of character larger than life i know you've mentioned um you've mentioned penta and you've mentioned el desperado as having very intimidating looks with the mask and the yes. contacts mm-hmm. um Mm-hmm. And there's other guys that do that similar look too. So I, I definitely think it works uh, nowadays still. So let's go. Yeah, nowadays they do stuff with they incorporate face paint and uh, contact lenses to kind of complete the look and complement yeah. the look as well. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. So let's go. Uh, let's talk about the history, okay? Sure. So masks. Um, you know, they clearly started in Mexico, and that's kind of where we know them as coming from. And we're talking wrestling masks, people. No one email me and say, well, uh, actually, the first sign of masks in human, you know, um, we're talking wrestling. The, the first use of masks were in the early 1900s in Mexico. And Mexico, why it happened there, um, you know, one of the reasons could be that masks actually had a lot of historical significance in Mexico, dating back to the Aztecs, you know, like giving people powers and such. Interesting. So Interesting, interesting, yeah. Yeah, de- definitely, definitely plausible, though. Um, early masks were really simple. You'd have, like, one color. Obviously, uh, you know, manufacturing techniques have changed, but nowadays, I mean, look... As the masks are as crazy as they want them to be, right? Oh yeah, we've seen some very intricate masks these days, and some that we find it. We even have a uh, mask on top of mask with some wrestlers, right? Bushi, well known for what, basically wearing a new mask every event. The guy has probably hundreds of masks at this point. I imagine Rey Mysterio is is the same, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and those are guys that. Both of them, I think, come out with entrance mask as well, right? Definitely, Bushi does for sure, and I've I've seen Rey Mysterio do it. So, uh, yeah, they got masks on top of masks. I think I've seen him do four masks one time when COVID was going on. But um, yeah, so very complex. You know, they can represent gods or animals or archetypes or usually some kind of look that 
goes into the character. You've got like sat- Satanico, the, the Satan wrestler, right? It's got kind of a satanic mask. Um, so in, in Mexico, moving on, Mexico, so most wrestlers start with a mask. Did you know that? Kind of, kind of could assume it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. But um, also, like most of them are going to be unmasked eventually, right? So, and we'll we'll get about we'll talk about unmasking in a minute here. So, uh, I, I'd say that like, having a mask as your identity is like super important. That identity is really important to most masked wrestlers. And, you know, to the point where what you said, you, you don't rip off the mask, or if you're a heel, you do, right? And, right. Uh, but we've seen it a lot, um, right? Like, the whole, like, ripping off the mask. It's kind of become a trope at this time, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. It still has, like, a connotation of, you know, an unwritten rule. You're not supposed to rip off the mask of a wrestler, and that's, you know, a big sin in the world of kayfabe wrestling and you know also uh to this point too um you know we've seen a lot of wrestlers unmask in the ring now so it's not like an unusual thing anymore in, right in japan and and maybe yeah. america in mexico right. it's a, it's it's different um a little but, more sacred but you say unwritten rule but actually it is a written rule in in japan and mexico and certain well, that's true yeah you get disqualified if you riff off a mask so, yes. which is almost like if if you're thinking kayfabe like being disqualified isn't even that bad of a thing for uh destroying someone's identity but uh right true you know when the mask is ripped off ringside staff is usually going to try and cover the face and help right. out the wrestler and you know so no none of the cameras pick it up and none of the fans see it because that is very very important um for that identity and nowadays with the internet you know it's even more important because you have one little sneak peek of your face and you might as well just give it up right i mean yeah i mean all you have to do for pretty much every unmasked wrestler that you you just type their name and unmasked and usually you're able to find something doesn't it impress you that there are all these wrestlers that to this day remain uh, uh remain anonymous name a few dragon kid penta phoenix i'm sure you if you, you could find him unmasked if you googled might be able to find him unmasked but we don't know what their names are still you know it's i'm pretty sure the names are on wikipedia you would think so but good luck looking it up like i did i mean nothing huh these are anonymous guys i mean let's let's see penta Penta gone junior uh, real name. So when I looked that up, I have yeah nothing. Um, no real name. One of his on his parents is Fuego. Yeah, and his brother is uh, Ray Phoenix. But uh, no, I, I I don't have any real names here, and it says yeah he's That's anonymous. Good for them then for keeping that. Um. His name is not a matter of public record, as in often the cases with Mexican wrestlers, their private lives are kept a secret. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that especially, it's, it's it's tough to do, but, I mean, geez. So, I think, uh, you know, Japan does a better job of that, too, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, keeping the wrestlers' lives private. So, it's a, yeah, so I guess in a way, it is a way uh to keep things 
private. Yeah, there's a few with him without his mask, but of course he has some face paint on. Oh, um, well, because yeah, because they did rip his mask off at one show. I forgot which one it is where they just whoop yanked it right off, and I saw his yeah. face for sure. I forgot wh- forgot who did that, but it was kind of funny. It was actually. an impact. It was an impact. Like whoop, just ripped it right off. I think it was on a ladder or something. Yeah, a lot of times they get not just it torn off. Like there's the mask will rip. Like there is some, but their face is still a little bit. Uh, unrecognizable because there's either blood covering it or they still have the face paint so it's a little bit of a a blur if you will it's not their full-on look you know what was a really good one you you look at uh, atlantico very famous mass wrestler versus los fianos i think tres or maybe los fianos three uh they had a pretty intense match in the early 2000s and los fianos mask ripped all over you get what i'm saying like you could see his eye to his nose to part of his mouth there are big gaping holes all over the mask but uh because of all the blood and stuff you know you still couldn't tell who the guy was well until the mask that match ended but right um so yeah let's talk about unmasking then um so in mexico wrestlers can lose their mask and it is a big really really big deal uh especially you know obviously depending on how big the wrestler is but uh most of the time they can bet their mask right so you've heard of that sure yes mask versus mask sometimes they'll do what else do they do well sometimes you know they will if they lose a mask they they will basically lose the mask to kind of move on to a new level of their uh of their career too so a lot of times they'll be they will loot they will become unmasked but then they go on to mm-hmm. you know being just an unmasked wrestler like your Eddie Guerrero's your Rey Mysterio's Andrade. have done that yeah Andrade uh you know Juventud Guerrera and those kind of things you know cuz I think a lot of times especially in the the 90s and stuff especially with North American product um they felt like wrestlers um uh, we aren't able to show the facial expressions of selling and uh, and you know being fired up and show emotions because of a mask. Until um, that's for a television, why not? Well, yeah, but you know that's the connotation here. That's more of like the Eric Bischoff uh, opinion. I've heard a lo- I've heard a lot of people say that uh, Rey Mysterio's unmasking was one of the worst business decisions like ever. Well, I mean, I think with guys like Juventud Guerrera and probably, you know, Almas and, you know, those guys were just probably guys that were pretty good looking. And it's a lot like maybe to some like, you know, having a guy like Roman Reigns wrestle with a flak jacket on. It's like that dude is incredibly built. Why is he sitting there wearing a flak jacket when he's wrestling? No, I, I, uh, I agree so with to the a degree. Ph- I agree with the philosophy, but specifically when you talk about uh, Rey Mysterio, I mean, does anyone think of Rey Mysterio without a mask when they think of him? It's almost like we've purposely forgot what he looks like. We we only know him as the masked wrestler. Yeah, I mean, he'll of course you know he'll go down as being the masked wrestler for sure. Yeah. Um, there was a time where he is, and from time to time, still doesn't wear a mask, but um, we still will. Oh yeah, it didn't really, you know, taint him being a masked wrestler. 
he kind of got lucky in that way. He he did, and actually in Mexico, and what what I actually the question I was leading you towards was like you also could have mask versus hair matches, right? Um, right. They might even have mask versus title matches and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, um, sometimes, and I wrote pretty much what you said when when they lose the mask. It usually results in a change of career, either a gimmick change, right? They might switch yeah. to a different mask. Um, or, you know, sometimes it can be real bad where it's like they stop getting that push because no one likes them without their mask. So uh, I guess it could be a way to write them off or whatever, because I don't know how many wrestlers were unmasked and then walked away. Um, well, quite, quite a bit. Quite a bit, actually. Yeah. And I'll get to that, too, here. Um, so... In Mexico, when you are unmasked, it's it's like a huge deal. So like, your whole family's gonna be there, you know. Um, right. So uh, when I watched uh, La Sombra uh, Andrade get unmasked, he had his family there. I think he had his mom unmask him actually, and he was really? crying. Everyone was crying. Um, was that in Mexico? Yeah, that was in Mexico against right. Atlantico. And one of the weird things about it is when they do unmask you in Mexico, not only do they unmask you, they immediately announce your full name, where you're from, and how long you've been wrestling. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's how it is. And a lot of dudes do uh, take that mask off and end up being even bigger superstars, you know? Sure. So um, I had some names here that i don't have anymore but there's a lot of guys that have made big names of their self uh, afterwards i think uh what is the guerrero the big huge guerrero i forgot that guy's name he's not part of the family U ultimo guerrero yeah like right. that dude you know he's big guy no mask and uh he seems to be doing okay for himself in uh, cmll so that's kind of how it works uh, also a lot of times upon retirement, they'll lose their mask before their final match or final tour. So as a way of kind of saying goodbye to the character. And probably not having to, you know, have to still carry around that mask everywhere um, mm -hmm. after they retire as well. And just being able to just be normal. Um, we know that there's some guys that still won't do it, like Liger. Uh, Great sauce. Still won't great sasuke they still won't ditch the mask yeah um, even though we know who they even, are but yeah and even to agree somebody like excalibur is never gonna lose the mask either. <laughs> i guess that's true i i didn't bring him up but uh that is a, a good example it's just weird because well, obviously he's not on the level of guys like you know Th liger and everything but no just, but he's you know. he's there he's one of the most uh He's one of the people we, you and I hear talk most every week or every few weeks a lot of times. Very so, true. He's a prominent figure in modern pro wrestling for sure. Um, but, but, you know, it's weird because it is weird. It's weird. That, like wrestling, dude. Like we see Excalibur, right? You mm -hmm. and I don't even bat an eye, right? It's not a big deal. In fact, when we first saw him, it was probably like, oh, that's interesting and that's it. You don't really right. spend too much time thinking about it. But if a non-wrestling fan saw that, they'd think it was a fucking joke. Yeah, they would, and they, they and they hear him announce, and the, a lot. There's probably a lot of people that have watched AEW occasionally on a few occasions, and they hear his voice, and they have no idea the guy's wearing a mask. Yeah, it's funny with him because he's actually a pretty handsome guy too, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's a funny one, but that is his character, right? It, it's, yeah, it's who I like he is. it though. I, I like mean, it. He, I I don't see a problem with it myself. I think it's cool and it's unique. 
I like it. So um, sometimes unmasking can be part of a story, right? Like I don't, yeah. I don't just mean that uh, the story is gonna make them unmask uh, after the match. I mean actively part. Why don't you talk about uh, Keishin Liger and that unmasking from a few years ago? Right. See, well, or Sem- a few years ago, it was done in the past. Yeah, it's more like the uh, the mask is off, but there's still something that covers that identity. Uh, you know, whether it's face paint or, mm-hmm. um, well, basically, I think back in the day he had that that Kishin Liger alter ego, right? Yeah. And uh, the first one, uh, if I recall, he, you know, he actually did have the still have the long hair. And it was more of like a kiss demon ish type of look, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, if I had to describe it, like a like a kiss demon mixed with maybe like a Genghis Khan ish type of look, maybe would be a way to describe it. I think kiss demon is the perfect description. Right, and later that kind of evolved into uh, you know what we've seen recently with Minoru Suzuki, mm-hmm. uh, which to this day I thought that should have been his last match, should have been him and Suzuki. Um, at Wrestle Kingdom, but you know it didn't work out that way. They kind of just gave him a casual goodbye tour, right? A feel good, yeah, kind of situation. Well, uh, well, yes and no. He did lose his last two matches, but uh, his well, his yeah, last New mean, Year's Dash was a feel good. Yeah, it was cry. it was all feel good stuff. I I really would have loved to see it end with him and Suzuki, but that's just not the kind of guy he was, and all that kind of thing. Um. Well, anyway, he, he had two actually, but then bowed to him. Right, right, uh, right. He lost every match on the way out. Probably lost every match for the last five years, to be honest, because <laughs> uh, that's the kind of guy he was. Um, well, anyway, his his latest rendition of the the Kushin Liger character was basically kind of what I, uh, you know, no hair anymore, and basically, you know, the Heath Ledger Jokerish version. Yeah, of Liger would be a way to describe it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, no, and I think that that makes a good uh, visual image for the podcasters. It's you know, Jushin Thunder Liger, a little bald guy, you know, still swole, muscled, yeah, but no shirt with all this white face paint and the red lips, as Justin says, with the Joker and some black marks. So it was a semi unmasking. Um, we already know Keiji Yamada. I mean, we know his name and stuff, but it it brought the unmasking um, kind of into the storyline. Another one that I remember. Why don't you talk about El Desperado and uh, Hiromu? And Hiromu. Yeah, that was what you would call a temporary unmasking. Um, this was in probably one of the best junior matches of the last five six years. Uh, was it the 2020 Best of the Super Juniors final? Um, I don't remember exactly. It might have been I think last it was. year. Um, I think it was 2020. Okay. Uh, it was late in 2020 when they had that. And, you know, the final was Hiromu and El Desperado. And El Desperado, I, uh, the circumstance, he kind of got just accidentally unmasked, right? It ripped. Yeah. And then he pulled it off, right? Yeah, he pulled off his own mask. He said, fuck it. Yeah, I think, you know, that that's another way to do it, too, is sometimes during the course of a match, the mask would act, get accidentally ripped, and the unmasked wrestler is kind of, you know, it becomes a liability because they can't see out of it anymore. It's not working, so they have to rip it off, mm-hmm. right? Um, and although 
El Desperado still had the face paint that he has, and I believe he was still wearing a colored contacts. Um, I think he went the whole, what, last third or fourth of the quarter of the match mm-hmm. unmasked. Just right? ripped his own mask, mask off, man. And it was such a meaningful, incredible moment um, that really made that match um, that much more special. Uh, and then, of course, it was only a temporary thing because the next matches he came out with, he had the mask yeah. on again. So, um, yeah, I, it worked out well. Yeah, it did. And that was a, a, a huge moment. You know, he didn't need the mask, so he ripped it right off. He said, you know, this match is bigger than my mask. And as we've talked about the mask being this huge thing and a big part of their identity, that was uh, pretty awesome. Uh, by the way, I'm watching... Uh, Pentagon Jr. versus Ray Phoenix from what 2020 and uh I didn't realize that uh that Pentagon ripped his brother's mask right off almost you can see his bald head and his face and stuff so yeah do you remember that so I mean there's always like temporary glimpses of that you can find and I think especially with Desperado um he's you know still to me like it's almost like that uh, that unmasking did happen of course but um, there was still a record of kind of what he looked like before. Well, he was a young um, he was a young boy, so yeah. yeah. And any New Japan wrestler that goes through the New Japan, there's no anonymity for the New Japan. So wrestlers. the bottom line is, we're not going to see what El Desperado looks like when he goes to the supermarket or whatever. Uh, if he ever see him unmasked, it's going to be with some contacts, some face paint. We're not going to get that full on everyday look that he has. Unless he decides, hey, we're going to unmask forever, or they decide right. that, right? But uh, I, I doubt that'll happen anytime soon. But it, the, the, the thing is, though, so in New Japan, you can't make a dude really anonymous because you have to have the young lions, right? Unless they decide to mask a young lion, which they'll probably never do. Um, but in, in Dragon Gate, they actually still carry that an- an- anonymity. Um, did you know that? Like, their masked wrestlers are masked and unknown. Mm-hmm. So well, that makes sense, but I in New Japan though sometimes they can try and send a guy on excursion and come back and he has a mask on and they just don't really say who it is, right? Yeah, or but or kind of it's always concluded though, kind of vice versa. Uh, they wear a mask on excursion and come back and unmask. Yeah, such as Kamaitachi. Right. So um, you know, and and actually it's funny because we've got best of Super Juniors going on and right now and that's always a big mask tournament right like for the most part when when uh when it's not covid restrictions like you have like six masked wrestlers every tournament so kind of a random thing to mention and we'll talk about that later but and the and masks are very prevalent uh in junior heavyweight cruiserweight uh characters or you know that's it's a little more uh weighed in that direction for that weight class definitely at least in america and japan yeah so yeah and especially in japan so uh totally agree with that and that is totally true so that's kind of you know masks as a concept why they exist and how important they are answer very um so yeah let's uh let's talk about some uh masked wrestlers okay and maybe we'll we'll focus on what the mask means to them and what it did for them and uh you know, we don't have to go over their whole career or anything, but I'll bring over a few names here. Um, talk about Bushi. 
Well, Bushi uh, is a wrestler um, in New Japan, of course, in Los Ingobernables uh, de Japón, and I believe he did his excursion stuff and excursion stuff in Mexico, and you know came back with a came back with a mask gimmick. Uh, not particularly the most exciting wrestler, or you know the most beloved wrestler by any means, but uh, definitely it's a huge part of what he is and he's a guy that comes out with a a full-on suit and not just one mask but usually has a very uh you know a mask that maybe lights up or some kind of gimmick to it that he takes off before he gets in a match yeah uh and he usually wears like i would say what black lipstick or something like that to kind of compliment black lipstick uh, black fingernails Yeah. yeah exactly so he definitely kind of has that lucha side to him. Yeah, to to be um to be fair here, uh, Bushi did not go on excursion to Mexico as he was not a New Japan Young Lion. Um, oh, he wasn't. Okay. He's an All Japan guy. Um, oh, okay. Tetsuya Shimizu. So, yeah, I, I think Bushi is one of the more flamboyant maskers. As when we talk about actual physical masks, again, we mentioned him and Rey Mysterio. Uh, just constant crazy masks masks over masks you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um I, I wanted to bring him up just because when you talk about masks i mean you definitely got to think from not the best wrestler right but uh right definitely a, a known masked guy we've yeah and plus we they there's a whole little thing with masks too is their merchandise that you can sell Oh, hell yeah, man. Yeah. That, well, it, it's something we know now. I mean, probably didn't start to think that way. But yeah, that's a seller. You want to talk about the Fiend, right? Didn't they sell a Fiend mask? They must have. Probably, yeah. So, um, very interesting. Now, when we talk about the Fiend, uh, there we're just talking about just some wacky character, kind of. Like, it's not a, a lucha thing. It's a mask, but in WWE, you have a lot of that. It's not like a mask to... It look cool like like okay maybe it is to look cool but it's not like a lucha style mask at all it's just a you know wwe you're just gonna have the crazy looking masks yeah a, a lot of those are the face coverings of course the fiend's one of the ones that comes to mind in the later stage and a totally mask that looks like a very difficult mask to do any type of physical activity in and also you had guys like mankind um which was basically done to totally um you know high you know make his character completely different than it was before and maybe one of the most kind of infamous uh masked wrestlers in wwe history you'd have to think kane well Um, hang on take a step back here so you're saying that they didn't want people to know it was cactus jack pretty much i think they wanted to give him a whole new character because he was already well known on the indie and wcw scene right yeah, but the, when they went to when he went to WWE, that's a whole different audience of kids and stuff like that. True. They didn't even know who Cactus Jack was. And and Cactus Jack um, might so not yeah. translate into the attitude attitude era too well because they wanted larger than life characters. And Cactus Jack seemed like a crazy ass dude, but kind of a normal crazy ass dude. Is and he was well. They very ended up crazy, using him. They ended up they using him eventually. later. They did eventually. Yeah, and they had dude love, and that's a whole other story, but. Um, and we'll do he wrestling was brought in and as a mass wrestler to be completely different from Cactus Jack. Yeah. Um, and of course, Kane came in and 
I mean, speak about being in this era of, you know, uh, where the internet wasn't what it was today. But would have Kane really worked if everyone knew that he was Isaac Yankum DDS now? <laughs> probably not. Interesting to think I mean, about. I mean, I think it was probably mentioned in the dirt sheets that it had to be him and stuff. But um, that is just incredible. Like if you had Braun Strowman come back in a mask with and be in the, you know, uh, do, 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 uh, uh, Randy Orton's brother or whatever. No one would believe that. <laughs> That'd be pretty no wild. no one would buy though. into that, no. right? I, I, I mean, I'm just saying, uh, if they brought back Braun Strowman as somebody's brother. He'd be booed out of the building. Exactly. So it's a different era we live in now. But uh, I'm not saying that's a fairest comparison because I mean, Braun Strowman was like a former champion and all that stuff. But... Um, you know, just take kind of a, like, I don't know, like Ryback or something like that came back. And I know. He was, you know what I mean? He's Ezekiel's so just, brother. Which is kind of funny how that works, right? But uh, <laughs> Kane came back and no one had any idea who he was mostly. Um, uh, especially if you were a kid back then. You had no clue. Right. We had no idea he what he looked like, like without Undertaker. a mask on. That's all we know. He had the body similar to the Undertaker. Right. It worked out perfect, very well, and the only thing we'd ever see of him was maybe his chin with some facial hair. That was the only thing that we ever saw of Kane. Yeah, and and this was our you know childhood experience of having masked wrestlers independent of WCW, but in WWF that was their kind of masked wrestler, and uh, it was cool. You know, you don't know who he is. Um, it was awesome. I, I you know I, I definitely liked the mask. In fact, I bought a um not not Kane but I bought a Sting mask you know when I was younger which is a little different cuz he was actually had face paint but it made you look like Sting if you Yeah know. a face paint's a whole different dimension but it it, uh, it doesn't have add the same level of uh you know uh anim uh, what's the word I'm looking for anonymity, anonymity. Yeah anonymity as yeah. a mask a full out mask is cuz you can still make out facial features and everything Mm-hmm. But, you know, a mask is a another version of that for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's some wrestlers that you see without their face paint and they look completely different. You know how there's some people that uh, when they have a beard versus when they don't have the beard, they look completely different. Oh, yeah. Uh, but but at the same time, there's some people that kind of look the same with and without a beard, too. So I guess the same thing can go with the face paint. But with the mask, you completely hide who they are. You completely hide them, yeah. Um, you know, although it's funny because, you know, a lot of these dudes, uh, I think you mentioned this, but like they can go to the grocery mart and they're not recognized, right? They can just be themselves, yeah. which is kind of a nice addition too to the mask, right? Like you can live a normal life outside of wrestling for the most part. You can live, with, yeah, and let, as long as you're a little off the beaten path of wrestling where no one will recognize you uh you 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 probably you could probably live a relatively normal life going to a supermarket and all that but um you know not like so many of them are super recognized anyway these days most wrestlers uh you know unless you're like john cena or well but people like but that. even even if you're somebody like say isaiah cassidy right from private party you're still gonna get recognized here and there probably every day if you go to busy places uh, I would say probably recognized if he's in the city that they're performing in that night and there's other fans around, but 
Nah, I would say just somebody like that probably rarely gets recognized unless he's uh, on the road or in a town where he's wrestling and there's definitely more wrestling fans around. I, I don't know about that, man. I hear about podcasters that get recognized by their voice. And we're not talking even really that famous podcasters. These guys get recognized by their voice, you know, every few weeks. And so someone that's on TV weekly... I think they're getting recognized a little more than just uh, at the city. I, I don't know. Um, so. Maybe. So, okay. Uh, moving on real quick. Um, El Penta and Ray Phoenix brothers, right? Yeah. Great, great look. Both of them have good looks. Um, besides independent of their wrestling, two of some of the, maybe the two top masked wrestlers right now. I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, Ray Phoenix has been on the mend, I think, for a little while now. Ray Phoenix is, I mean, Pentagon's masked look is a lot more unique than Ray Phoenix. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, Ray Phoenix is a little more kind of the run-of-the-mill kind of luchador mask look. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them now wear the mouth-exposed ones, but I think the prominent masked wrestlers that right away you know who they are um, would probably have to be Pentagon and uh, El Desperado. Well, El Desperado, that, that is Japanese wrestling, so that's, you know, way less people are going to know about that. But, uh, but I mean, when you just see them, they're the unmistakably... Uh, yeah. Ray Phoenix could be a bunch of other wrestlers if you just see him. Ray, yeah, and uh, similar with Titan, Very generic, uh, generic yes. look. Um, we don't watch him enough, but if you put him in a Lucha lineup... And, you know, it's not best of the Super Juniors. You and I might get him mixed up with somebody else. Yeah, and I think Ray Phoenix, obviously, he's one of the best in-ring just performers and athletes in the entire world. But if he's just standing in this room with you right now, uh, you know, next to Ray Mysterio and a couple other mass wrestlers... You know, there's not like a huge difference. Yeah. Whereas Penta's got a really crazy kind of mask that hangs down. Plus, yeah, it's almost like a like a like a, a ninja style headband included in it. Uh, he uses got, the contact lenses and the face paint of the teeth. Yeah, yeah, and even his costume is is pretty wild. Instead of just a tights or pants, he's got like the whole like kind of like thing that hangs down between his legs. You know. And yeah, it's almost like a like maybe twenty five percent Mortal Kombat it's, it's, it scorpion it kind of like, look. It is like a Japanese or Chinese style kind of look to it. Right, yeah. it's like gish almost yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it works really, really well. And you know, El Desperado, um, you know, has a similar look in terms of the mask with the face paint and the contacts combination. Um, and he also you know uses a lot of different colors for his mask with black gold and white basically mm-hmm. um and then he wears like kind of these frilly like like el mariachi kind pants. of pants right yeah yeah for sure uh he used to come out with a little fuller gimmick with the jacket and stuff like that but he doesn't do that anymore he's um, but it. He, yeah but he's got one of the most intimidating looks along with pentagon that's mask based while guys like ray phoenix and bushi are more of like a you know a flashy just kind of normal uh you know luchador more traditional luchador look so uh without telling me that you weren't watching wrestling at the time uh what do you know about hurricane helms 
Oh, well, you know, I think towards the end of my, you know, before I started my little lapse, um, you know, he was a comedy figure. I know that he was Sugar Shane Helms and all that. And I think you've seen a few gimmicks, the mask gimmicks, where they're a pure comedy thing. And it's somebody that everyone knows who it is mm. trying to hide behind a mask and still everyone knows who it is. Um, so he, but he, Hurricane he didn't Holmes, have a mask at first? Well, I mean, he was Shane Helms, okay. right? And he was in WCW and in all that stuff. And, you know, Sugar Shane Helms, whatever his name was. Um, so he was wrestling. And then he kind of, this was a comic relief character, basically. Yeah. Um, and it was more of a Zorro-style mask. Not necessarily something that will completely hide your identity. Yeah. If he um, had the domino type of mask, a little bigger. But... Right. Right. Yeah, but it kind of like was a mix between a like a Zorro and like maybe one of those masks you'd wear if you break your nose in basketball. Yeah, the Cody Rhodes slash Undertaker style mask. Right, right. Undertaker had that fan of the opera mask uh, yeah. for a minute. Um, so it was one of those kind of things, and it was basically as a comedy thing. And it was I don't know if it was necessarily designed to mock luchadors or whatever, um, but he had a very like distinct. Uh, similarity to the green arrow i think um yeah i think, I think it was life, more of a shane helms comic book joke big, than lucha right. joke and i think shane helms uh you know is is a big comic book fan so that might have been part of the reason of, behind it he does seem like a bit of a nerd so i i could give him that um so yeah and he he did that kind of like you said the comedy thing we all know who he is but he's so dumb that he doesn't realize we all know who he is right Pretty much. And they, you know, he got, you know, had some good run with that. You know, you had The Rock involved at one point with it, I believe. And, um, you know, they gave him a pretty sweet theme song, too. What do you know about Nikki A.S.H.? <laughs> masked, More than wrestler, I want. masked wrestler. So they kind of tried to do that with her, right? They tried to make her kind of a it comedy seems slash. Like it. But that, I mean, what look, a failure that was. You know, talk about someone you know nikki cross let's just nikki ash was it almost superhero i mean what are we doing with that um you know it was just one of those things where uh, they gave her something that was the complete opposite she was like kind of a raving lunatic before that right yeah but then um, she started screaming she started like becoming more normal as she got to the main roster yeah and they started having her do stuff with alexa bliss and all that i mean she's become a I comedy mean, figure pretty much um i know they've had her turn heel and everything i think um he thinks but, but he really doesn't care and neither do i i mean that's a whole other level we could talk about female ras- masked wrestlers right yeah um, sexy star her who is uh, pretty much banned from wrestling now for shooting on people right oh boy um, yeah, and we, we aren't like Lucha blog, whatever Cubs fans. So we can't list like, just list off like hundreds of women Lucha wrestlers, but and I, I think for the, for the most part, um, you know, us being North American and whatnot, we're not exposed to a lot of masked, uh, women wrestlers simply because they, the North American style is to not cover faces of attractive women or women in general um for that you know reasoning right 
We had, we had, I think, Mia Yim, or was it Mercedes Martinez that became me- members of Revolution or whatever they were called? Uh, yeah, but I think that was all just a you know reckoning. She was reckoning, right? yeah, some bullshit like that. Uh, but and they all wear masks. I think uh, Donovan Dijak might still wear a mask, sadly. So and I think there was some times where like some of them would. Uh, like Luna Vachon would get behind a mask for, you know, just to, or what was it with the spider woman? Was that like, I can't remember who that was. Was May, it Ivory? May Young wore a mask. Uh, yeah. Usually it's to disguise themselves for another reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Storyline wise, it's not anything where it becomes a permanent part of their uh, existence. Well, right. Well, I mean. Yeah. And that's something we didn't really mention much, but I did mention masks kind of as part of stories. You will have sometimes the wrestler come in with the mask and beat up somebody and then unmask. Right. And be like, oh, it was really him. For example, do you remember when Dick uh, Togo came in? Like, right. As everyone, Bushi. Oh, it's yeah. Bushi. But then we're like, OK, that's not Bushi. Or when uh, The Undertaker came out as Kane. Very oh, iconic okay. moment there. OK. Um, you also had times where I think it was Ivory or somebody was like this spider woman character that stole the title from somebody and then that you know it was it's or, or rick flair did that thing rick with the, scorp- the black scorpion yeah. with sting and it was rick flair so a lot of times the mask will be used as kind of a heel diversionary tactic or what you know the late owen hart was doing uh, unfortunately when he passed away where he was the blue blazer but he was also and playing that character a bit before that, right? He did before that, but you know, up to leading up to his untimely, unfortunate passing, um, as the blue he blazer, was, as the blue blazer, he was kept denying that he was the blue blazer. Yeah. So that. So was they part were going for too. that little story there. Yeah. So the mask sometimes is used uh, as a as a as a weapon for an unmasked heel. Yeah, uh, to to pull one over on the baby face, on the gullible baby face, right? Definitely, definitely. Something I didn't mention is Lucha Underground, and you know maybe we'll do a whole show on that because Lucha Underground was good. Let, let's not get too deep into how much we liked it and stuff now, right? But, uh, right. but you know, g- definitely good for masked wrestlers, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean they masked Ricochet and made him a Puma, completely Puma different King. character, Puma King, and. Uh, he was the hometown hero in that show, basically, was the role he played, and completely different, not even any, I don't, he barely, t- I don't even think he talked, He didn't even right? talk, his only thing was his moves. Right, right, um, and that was freaking Ricochet, right? Yeah, um, yeah, you had Aerostar, you had Sexy Star, like we mentioned, you have dra- the dragon guy, I forgot his name, but he kind of looked like a dragon. Um, wasn't that uh, Luchasaurus? Hmm. I don't remember. I think Luchasaurus um, was on that show. Keep so talking. And don't I'm forget, Jeff Cobb was masked in that show as well. Was he now? At, yeah, he was Matanza or something like that. He was the um, Dario Cueto. That was like kind of the big heel authority figure, right? Oh. He was a. Ale- I think it was he was his brother or something like that. Okay. Was there was was Killshot under a mask? I don't. I know that Matt Cross was under a mask there too. Because there was a guy. Uh, let me let me find this look real quick. Because I think, and I, I didn't know this was him. Yeah, Killshot. Killshot wore a mask. He had like a, a kind of a, a bullet reticle. And do you know who Killshot is? 
No. It's Shane Swerve Strickland. Swerve Strickland. Oh. So, um, it's kind of cool. Lucha Underground is kind of cool because they have these masked guys that nowadays we, you know, they're, yeah, it's different. Um, Luchasaurus played a wrestler named Vibora. Vibora on, uh, on that show. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of guys, uh, Doing that stuff. Well, good, good segue. Uh, Luchasaurus, current tag team yeah. champion. AEW tag team champion, right? Yeah. So that's the, and uh, Mariposa. She wore a mask too. But yeah, current tag team champion and uh, very unique way to have a mask. He's kind of playing a, a joking, tongue-in-cheek character, right? Half, half luchador, half dinosaur, Luchasaurus, right? Yeah, um, yeah, just another just big intimidating dude without a mask, and you add that mask, and it's I know we talked about El Desperado and um, you know Penta Pentagon Penta having that unique look, but I mean this is a whole other level. It's not your traditional wrestling mask. It's almost like a Hollywood prop mask, yeah, or a Halloween costume mask. Oh yeah. Um, but you know he kind of counters it with uh, you know the beard and the green tongue and mm-hmm. all that stuff, and it almost looks like a part of his face. In it, a way. it does. It's a really well made actually, and like you said, <coughs> it looks like something you might see in a movie from the eighties or something as a as a you know lizard person. So uh, exactly, yeah. So very interesting there from luchasaurus how about a, a different type of mask we haven't talked about yet and that would be uh bandito and doki right the kind of uh you know uh band uh drape bandana, bandana style, style yeah yeah or you know uh where it just covers their nose and mouth well and bandito has like a normal mask mixed with that i believe right right and i think his hair is still out and stuff like that too um, yeah, those are definitely different, and they do, they're just uh, a little bit of a different take. Um, Dif- there's probably a few other wrestlers that have done that similarly, too. But um, Different take, same effect. Exactly. Same effect, absolutely. It just is a better, it's a, it's a good look if you have longer hair still. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, Doki kind of uh, Doki really does it very differently. In fact, his his mask looks extremely uncomfortable. You know, he promos. It's like the guy sounds like he's having trouble breathing and talking. Yeah, it seems like anytime you cover your face and your mouth, it's it, you're not going to breathe the same way. I know he's probably the most COVID conscious kind of mask <laughs> um, that you can get, but. Um, I can see that being a little bit of a hindrance out there. Constantly adjusting it. Uh, constantly adjusting it, too. So, uh, but different type of mask, but as you said, kind of the same point there. Um, with Doki actually being a Japanese wrestler who became kind of a Mexican wrestler. Um, okay. Oh, we're going to go a whole different direction here. All Japan, yeah. New Japan, WWF, Vader. Vader. Very different mask. Does not hide the dude's face, really. Not necessarily hide. If did not really hide the dude's face. Um, but iconic. Vader's mask. Yeah, I, absolutely. Uh, Vader's mask was just done to just. It was a subtle enhancement of you know basically a guy with no hair and kind of a red beard, right? And it really yeah. made his kind of eyes and 
mouth kind of just be more intimidating for for lack of a better term yeah and do you remember his mask before that in in all japan or excuse me new japan and uh, wcw where he had yeah. the mask that was actually a machine that he could t- that he took off before his match oh yeah that was an entrance mask it was like an elephant i have the figure with all that um and it had it smoke would... that comes out of it yeah and i heard it was a pain in the ass to carry through airports yeah i heard the same thing so um, really and cool. He wore a little bit more like when he was IWGP champion. He had more of a traditional Lucha mask, I think. Did he? Yeah, and, and like you, a full mask. It's funny too because obviously we're going to do wrestling and video games eventually. But like you've got characters in like King of Fighters, and I God, I can't remember the KOF uh, character's name. But think about it. He's a big, huge chubby guy you know wearing the exact same costume and, and a lucha mask and uh yeah direct base based yeah, directly based off of uh off of was his name leon white yes directly based off of leon white so really cool in fact there's a few masked wrestlers oh his name was raiden raiden uh, a few masked wrestlers in uh in kof games but and don't forget the street fighter you had vega who was basically a pro wrestler in terms of his look. Uh, I don't think he was a pro wrestler. I, well, in his look, he had the mask he lo- and he had the, the long tights. He did. He was a pro wrestler's look, for sure. He, he was a cage fighter, but he did kind of look like a pro wrestler, but also... His look was pro wrestling and inspired, though. And then plus, you had... Uh, well, not, like, it, Zang- from not Tekken? like Zangief. Okay, King from Tekken, yeah. Definitely yeah. an armor king. Well, and Zangief was too. He was wearing speedos. Oh, Zangief and was boots. a wrestler, but in the yeah. story, in the story, uh, Vega not a wrestler, but um, he did do a pile the, driver. The look, the look, yeah. yeah. And also, Vega could lose his mask during the match. That's another thing, right? Too. And Vega was, yeah, totally wrestling inspired, you know, appearance for sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's Vader. Uh. We're gonna save this guy for later because he doesn't. He deserves to be talked about later. You got people like um, Hayabusa, and right. and you go to Japan. So Hayabusa, a very iconic wrestler who invented a lot of cool moves. He had a kind of a cool mask too. A very uh, interesting mask. Kind of was it? Was his mask was- similar to Bandito? Similar to Bandy, I don't think it had the as along of that see. bandana look at the bottom. Oh no, okay, it did not. No, it was more like yeah, a Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and it had a, a place for his hair to stick out, right? It did, yeah, yeah. So I think that's where the blend is of that, and then also he had kind of a below the waist look of like a Sabu, right? Mm-hmm. Where he wore the baggy kind of, uh, you know, genie style pants, right? Yeah, and uh, let's to be fair here, Hayabusa has had many masks, so uh, right uh, that all depends. But you can pick up his mask off of Etsy. So yeah, I'm trying to I see how much that would cost. Does it have the hair attached to it? Exactly. It's got the hair opened, so your hair can go through it. Just can I to... ask you? Do you own any lucha mask? I do not. Do you? I have a Laparka mask. I was Laparka for Halloween a few times. Really, with the full bodysuit? Uh huh. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you go down to at uh, our Alvarez. age, we have the same body as him. Uh yeah yeah right. You go down to Alvera Street in downtown L.A. and you can buy a bunch of lucha masks cheap. 
How much? Like 30 bucks? 15, 20 bucks. Wow. 25, depending. And they have, I, I haven't seen Liger, but they have pretty much, they have so many. I think my kids, they went, they got a Nacho Libre. <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> like a, a story like Nacho, first of all, that is the kind of point I want to make. First, I want to mention La Parca, by the way. I'm glad we got La Parca in. A comedy wrestler in WCW with the chair, the little dances he would do. He was very entertaining. And is this the same guy as nowadays that does the dives and uh, almost killed? There was there, one that died recently. There's like five of them, dude. Yeah, I think the original one's the one that we see that's a little overweight now. L.A. Park. Or the one that we saw on that. Yeah, that's the one we saw in WCW in the 90s. Um, the Lucha Mask itself is a pop culture uh, staple, right? I mean... Oh, yeah. We, we see taco restaurants with using that as a logo mm-hmm. um the lucha I knew a video game a website very... that had a lucha mask on a deer and that was their logo right the lucha mask is is a pop culture icon um and kind of transcends into the mainstream um definitely for what it is and you know kind of case in point if we're talking about wrestling a mask a movie like nacho libre as I, I enjoyed it i thought it was a really good movie silver was king was it. in it Silver King was in it, yeah, the late Silver King. But it did kind of a really good job of you know, emphasis, you know, of accurately depicting the importance of a mask, right? Mm. Or the tradition of a mask in its own way, right? I mean, I- I've never he seen wore it. it to dis- but... Oh, you've never seen Nacho Libre? No, it looked like kind of a ch- shitty kids movie to me. It's really good. It's funny. It's funny. Okay. Jack Black is great in it. But basically, the guy's got to wear him. He he's a, he's a like a you know I don't know if he's like a uh, he works in a church as mm-hmm. a chef, and he starts wrestling. Uh, you know he's a he as for extra money, and of course when he goes on TV and stuff, he has to wear a mask so no one at the church or anyone recognizes him, right? Ah, so that's where Nacho Libre comes in because he had to disguise his identity uh, to his you know his church or where he was belonging to. So mm-hmm. I would definitely check out the movie. If you, do you like Napoleon dynamite? It's the same people. Not really. Um, but, yeah, but, it's but like I, Napoleon's dynamite style, but Jack Black is funny. Jack Black, Jack Black is great. Um, so you're right though. They, they are kind of, be, they've become part of not only Mexican culture, but kind of American culture as well. Because I mean, if not, worldwide everyone knows about them um for the most yeah. part so yeah i mean you'll see it, it it's almost transcended wrestling in a way right like you're they're selling those masks in la you know they're not all wrestling fans that buy those you know all sorts of people are buying that stuff right right and, and they're 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 appreciated not only for the significance of wrestling but just the artistic the artwork and the cultural significance you know yeah yeah for sure for sure and in fact uh, the Wikipedia article says that they've become like staples of a lot of artists' work nowadays. Yeah, um, absolutely. Drawing the masks or char- masked characters. Um, you, in fact, uh, not only okay, you listed the, you listed that movie, right? What about that uh, Pixar movie uh, with the Mexican culture? Uh, what was that one called again? Coco. Um, with the kid that plays the guitar and stuff. Coco. Yeah, Coco. So. Uh, that one had a lot of lucha stuff in it too, right? 
Uh, remember the uh, remember really? the ma- definitely dude the main guy uh the the main guy who they were having his big party and stuff was based off of El Santo, the famous Mexican oh, yeah, wrestler. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean the story itself didn't really have any illusion, but yeah, El Santo is a whole other character to mention because not only was he a wrestler, but he starred in numerous movies, you know, feature movies with the mask on. He was like you know kind of like a superhero as well for sure for sure but but i was just saying like it, it had so much generic mexican culture in that movie you know that it, it even has celebrated the lucha stuff some of the uh dead kind of skeleton people were wearing lucha masks in the background and stuff so uh yeah yeah to a degree yeah and i i guess we can ca- talk about el santo probably maybe the most famous mass wrestler of all time um he transcended wrestling he i've heard it said that he makes like hulk hogan look like nothing with how popular he was he was like a god to a lot of mexican people and he he was so famous with his mask that actually he was buried with his mask did you know that i'm not surprised and then he also guys like blue demon as well blue demon yeah so i mean there was a time where these masked dudes were larger than life for sure and like you said they're doing movies as their masked character yeah it's crazy real crazy um sasuke another great japanese masked wrestler did you know that this dude actually got voted into the japanese government as a masked man no i did not I mean, look, we got Kane, right? Terrible politician, total dumbass. However, wouldn't it have been cool if he would have uh, ran as Kane? (laughs) I mean, he might as well at this point. (laughs) Uh, He might as well, so maybe we wouldn't know who he was. You know, it's kind of interesting, though, because I I don't want to go off on him too much, so never mind. Speak your truth! Kane. No, I was just saying, like, you always heard good stories about how good of a guy he was and how, uh, you know, just how much of a team player and everyone got along with him and all that stuff. And then he and has still, just terrible... There, there, there's, like we've talked about, there's a lot of just really friendly, nice people with absolutely shitty political views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, and, uh, he seems like the type of dude that is tweeting right now about how guns aren't the problem, people are the but problem. But listen, we, we have a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends where I just don't go there with them because no, I, I just, you know, and I just, you know, I, I like to coexist with them and I still get along with them and we still have shared values that we are able to well i don't want to get too much on politics with it but no bottom line is i try i still try and coexist with people and get along with people um i don't know if that's right or wrong with what's going on but i still try to make the best of things you know no but you you are totally right and i agree just because you're a really nice guy and you work well with everyone doesn't mean you can't secretly have fucking evil opinions. And I mean, let's be honest here. Like it's wrestling. It's not politics. There is politics in wrestling, but a different type of politics than governmental right, politics. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, probably kept a lot of that stuff to himself and, uh, his close friends. So, um, Ultimo dragon, another big time masked wrestler from Japan, but uh, really a mix of Japanese and Mexico. Right. I mean, yeah, and I think one of the, at least to me, one of the most iconic 
you know, kind of images is him with all those damn uh, titles, championship belts, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like and all with, 13. Sonny Ono or whoever it was leading him out when he was in WCW. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, he's, you know, definitely an iconic one for sure. Yeah, still going. Still going, is he really? He's in Dragon Gate. Uh, he's been all, everywhere. He's, he's so wow. I, I just saw something the other day that said that he had just got a text from Okada, right? And uh-huh. uh, he was he said he thought it was about wrestling, and it was just, hey, can we meet up? I wanted to say hi. Kind of a cute little story there, and he was saying Okada's just a normal dude, you know. Huh. Um, as as Okada was trained in Toriumon, uh, in Mexico, right? Right, yeah, he went to Mexico when he was like 16 or something, maybe even younger. Yeah, and maybe I meant uh, uh, Dragon, his like group. I, I don't know if that was called Torimon. I think that's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, Shun, Shun Skywalker, do you know who Shun Skywalker is? I've heard the name. He's a Dragon Gate guy. He was champion not too long ago. He became a bad guy, but he's kind of the future of mass wrestling. Um, very good wrestler. Really cool mask, and uh, looking forward to seeing more from him. Um, again, he was, you know, I don't think people know who he is. He was put in with the mask. Um, but, yeah, good stuff. Along with the, the, when we talk about the future of mask wrestling, how about Starlight Kid? Yeah, Starlight Kid. Um, Talked about her quite I mean, a bit on this show. There's not too many of them, that's for sure, but she might be the most prominent masked female right i mean who else is there outside of that nikki ash character which is terrible right it's a joke yeah no you're right uh she she's great um unless you consider thunder rosa's half face paint which is an incredible look but not quite what you'd call a masked wrestler yeah and thunder rosa has no problem doing just her face like with no face paint Mm -hmm. where we've never seen starlight kid before no, nope. and when you do see her on social media, she usually covers her face. Yeah, and I think, in in a, to a degree, Abaddon kind of does that too, with the level of makeup that AEW's Abaddon wears. Yeah, it's almost like you can consider her a mass wrestler. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that. Um, so we brought up El Santo, Atlantis. You, do you know Atlantis? No, I do not. A pretty legendary wrestler from like the 90s, early 2000s. I think he's still going, and he's been in Japan for for some of those uh, Japanese, New Japan, Mexico shows. And uh, yeah, another guy that, that kind of went up there along with Los Vianos third. Um, again, Los Vianos versus Atlantis is a really great match from the early 2000s. Weirdly enough, it was on like Fox Sports back in the day. Is that mm-hmm. odd or what? Um, odd. Another thing to kind of mention it kind of wedge it into the nineties um, was the Patriot. Yeah, and I have uh, I have him written down here too. Who was Johnny? Yeah. Johnny, what's his name? Wilkes, Del Wilkes. Oh, that was Del Wilkes. I'm getting him mixed yeah. up with John Laurinaitis. Sorry. No. Yeah, he recently passed away. Uh, the Patriot. You know, another guy with a great look in terms of his, you know, physique and whatnot. But. Um, you know, it was interesting though. He was a the Patriot, an American character, yet he was wearing a luchador mask, right? Yeah. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And then Hogan put on that stupid mask too, and whatever he was, and that's it. That's all we'll mention with him. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, I, I got it mixed up with the John Laurinaitis, but the Patriot also uh, all Japan guy. You know, 
Um, mm-hmm. So in in the nineties and uh, early and mid nineties, he was wrestling in all Japan. So kind of an interesting one there. Like you said, this American dude with the uh, lucha mask. Another weird one was Mister Wrestling Two who was mm-hmm. this British dude that wore kind of this weird mask. And uh, he actually passed away recently, but uh, he was Mr. Wrestling, right? British guy. And right. as I said before, and had this total lucha mask on. Um, and I'm sorry, he was he was actually American. I take that back. I might have got it mixed up with someone else, but Mr. <laughs> Wrestling 2. I mean, now, now that, you know, no one else can have that name, so... No, they're gonna be Mister Wrestling, Wrestling Three. Wrestling 3. Yeah, 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 we'll see about that. Um, so let's check him off. How about Curry Man? Yeah, Christopher Daniels' alter ego of Curry Man. Interesting. Was that a New Japan thing? Because I don't really I think so. I think it was a New Japan thing. Might have been. Sounds like it's got Chikara written all over it. But um, definitely, which we'll, which we'll which we'll get to here. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, he was mostly known for his New Japan kind of junior stuff as well mil mascaras juvented guerrera psychosis some more yeah some more iconic masked wrestlers right a lot of those mm-hmm. and wcw helped bring a lot of those masked wrestlers to our screens as as when we were young you know yes with the evolution of the the cruiserweight division mm-hmm. so real cool stuff there those guys are all awesome um we got dragon kid from Dragon Gate, another mass wrestler who's been going. We don't know his name, um, but he mm. he's been kind of the face of the company when he was younger. Um, he is like the you know ultimate baby face. Dragon Gate. He's Dragon Kid, right? It's almost like uh, Captain New Japan. If he was actually a really good wrestler, <laughs> and could do so. Oh, another one to squeeze in from that Attitude Era was when they took Earthquake and stuck him in a mask, and he was Golga. You know. Yeah, <laughs> Like, Where he was that Cartman uh, obsessed oh, uh, guy in the oddities. That was him. Yeah. You know what's funny, man? I looked up John Tenta. I looked up like best masks and best unmasking, and all the lists are WWE lists, right? And they were right. so lame, dude. It's like Golga. I'm like, no one cares about Golga. I'm yeah. glad you bring it up, but I didn't write a lot of that stuff down. It's like, yeah, well, it was just that was when where no one knew who he was. Like, I, I mean, obviously it was terrible. And even as Earthquake, he was terrible. But uh, that was someone that they just put on a mask, and no one knew who he was. And that's all you got to do. It's a good way of changing a person's gimmick like we've talked about. Do you remember when CM Punk ran in with a mask on some random-ass match in, like, Wisconsin or Minnesota? Yeah, that was... Well, he also wore a mask for a minute, too, when he had to shave his head, right? Yes, but this was when he was retired and actually ran out there and did a quick gts and ran away so, so uh, yeah mask is very powerful and yes uh, he wore a mask also during his little run right yeah and what happened he shaved his head and he was embarrassed yeah i think yeah he shaved his head and he started wearing it because he lost a hair match against like i don't know big show or something like that Here's a good question what wrestlers should be masked that are not i'm thinking master wato master wato Definitely. Brian Cage, I think. Brian Cage could benefit from it. A good-looking dude, though. Good-looking dude, but but the mask, I think, would add to his character. I think it would enhance... Yeah, I think it would be... uh, Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. Um, Masaruto's probably the number one. 
because he wrestles I, yeah. lucha style. He was in Mexico. He has a not great looking face for a wrestler, and uh, that only has hurt his career. And his the images they put up him are terrible too. I think somebody like him would have been a good kind of the next Tiger Mask or something like that. But obviously they didn't. You know, that, I think there's somebody else. Which but, is const- you know. it's which is constantly like the rumor um, of the next Tiger Mask. In my opinion, you don't need to have a next Tiger Mask, and no, I don't. You don't. But, but I've heard you know. people saying Yuya Uemura. Who knows? Um, He's too big, though, isn't he? He's yeah, he's a bigger bigger guy, right? There's I don't really... think he's gonna be a cruiserweight. That dude's building up too big for that. Well, uh, what do you think Clark Connors is, dude? Yeah, but he's not five foot eight or five foot five or six or whatever Clark Connors is. He's a little bigger than that. He's like you is know, he five ten, five eleven? Yeah, I don't y- think he's you're that... saying this from experience, right? What from wearing a mask? No, from or... from seeing him live. Uemura was big. Yeah, I think so. Have you stood next see. to him? Not necessarily. You can't look it up because you know that stuff's all fake. But. Right, but they're not going to say he's six foot two <laughs> when he's five foot five. How tall is uh, Great Ocon? He's taller than me, and I'm six feet. Is he a much taller than you, or a little taller than you? He's a good two inches taller than me. He's probably six two. Okay. 6'3". He's a wrestler. He's pretty big. Yeah. uh, Uemura is uh, 5'11". Oh, that's way taller than I thought. Yeah, so he's probably Tanahashi's size instead of height. What? Tanahashi's probably 5'10". Oh, dude, I thought he was Clark Connors' height. I'm sorry. No, Clark Connors is probably 5'7". Oh, okay. Okay. So that's why Clark Connors, you know, is where he is. Uemura is not... He's, I don't know. They could throw him in there. I mean, Shingo Takagi's like 5'11", and he was kind of crazy to be a junior. but Maybe the first few years and let him work his way up. Uh, so, um, how, about, uh, how about Dragon Lee? One of the better masked wrestlers of the last five years, right? Yeah, I would definitely you know compare Dragon Lee t- uh, to, to Ray Phoenix uh, in terms of the appearance and everything. A little bit better wrestler. I, I, um, I like Dragon Lee because he is completely fit absolutely you know we anyone would kill to have his body and he's got just the little mask in the tights you know and uh yeah really More cool of a, look the, to him you know the simple traditional lucha look yeah yeah um kind of like sin cara as well and there's been multiple sin caras i don't know multiple who they Sin-Caras, all are yeah. the most recent one was not that great to be honest um and he kind of came was... and went was it one of the guys, Hunico or whatever? Yeah, something like that, man. Yeah, he was like a gang member kind of gimmick for a while, and then they threw him under that mask. And then the guy who was the original, Mystico, was that the original? Yeah. Sincaro was kind of an asshole. It's all confusing. You got Mystico, Caristico, Drillistico, and like who is whose brother and who is what used to be who. It's very confusing. <laughs> Cybernetic, anyways. Um,. Okay, we got three more. Well, first, let's move to Chikara real quick. So Chikara was kind of known for having masked competitors, right? Yeah, I think that was a whole thing about Chikara. It was like kind of a, I don't know, like fever dream wrestling in a way, right? 
Yeah, lots of comedy spots, but also some kind of serious stuff. Um, do you know the wrestlers that have gone on from masked wrestling to, like, you know, normal wrestling? Quote, unquote. That from Shikara or just in general? From Shikara. Right, you'd have to, well, El Generico, right? Yeah, oh, I forgot to bring that up, but Sami Zayn, he was a masked wrestler for years, and he was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting that he was a mass wrestler that didn't really say a lot of words. Ole and he yeah, Ole and basically his gimmick was what he was from like an orphanage or something like that. It was almost like a uh, that's what it was with Nacho Libra. He works in a religious orphanage or whatever. Um, he was a so, generic luchador. El Generico, hence Generico, uh, and I think it was a you know it was kind of a. Nacho Libre style gimmick, right? Yeah. And um, he didn't speak at all either. Nope. He he just kicked and ass. W and WWE got a hold of a hold of him, ripped off the mask, and you know that kind of thing. And so. probably for the better in his case. He was and a pretty good-looking guy and a great right? baby he, face. He was in Shikara, is that right? I'm sure he was in Shikara. Yeah. Um, and PWG and all sorts of stuff, but yes, yeah, and PWG DD sure. and DDT too. But yes, he was. In he was. Sh- yeah, yeah, he was in DDT. He did like their outdoor stuff sometimes. <laughs> like we're, we're talking back in the day when like Omega and Ibushi were, you know. So right. Um, Fire Ant. Do you know who Fire Ant is? Uh, the Ant. Collective. I've heard of it. You had the Ant Collective, right? Everyone was a different ant. And, uh, what, what did Fire Ant go on to be? Fire Ant is nowadays known as Orange Cassidy. Wow, I did not know that. Yep, he was uh, he was pretty popular. You had Dasher Hatfield, who kind of reminds me of someone you had brought up before. What's that lame dude's name? Well, I won't say that because I've heard he's a nice guy. But uh, I'll, uh, what's the guy's name that you see in L.A. with the mask and the the little monocle on his mask? Oh, Jervis Cottonbelly? T- talk about Jervis Cottonbelly uh, for about 10 seconds. I'll be right back in 10 seconds. Okay. Well, Jervis Cottonbelly, he's he's an L.A. guy now, but he was in Chikara because he's from Philadelphia. Uh, and he's a guy that had kind of a um, masked gimmick where he was like this proper English gentleman, right? Um, and, you know, he would wear kind of a top hattish type of thing, and he would you know had like the cotton belly kind of rabbit uh you know belly fuzzy stuff and he mm-hmm. would, he was a com- he's a comedy wrestler yeah and he also is he's an interesting guy too cuz if you go on his social media and stuff he also had a he has another you know his unmasked gimmick was some Kevin Condren or whatever and oh really um and he's actually like a really handsome dude that probably doesn't need a mask and he has two kind of personalities he uses, and I guess he kind of blends them together um, okay. as well. But uh, he's a really talented dude. Yeah. Well, he's a really talented dude in terms of as a performer. I've seen him, you know, in person a lot, and uh, really nice guy too. I've interacted with him a few times, and uh, you know, given him some of my drawings because I've done I've drawn him a few times and stuff. So. Yeah, really cool, talented guy. Um, I said we wouldn't talk about him, but hey, there we are. When I need well, to run away for ten seconds, talk about him for seconds. I when I know. need to run away he, for ten seconds, he, he deserves mention in kind of the modern. If you're, you know, we're going as we we do the deep dives here. True, and 
he's worthy of a deep dive for sure. Uh, bar ma- wrestling pre- mask for sure. Former bar wrestling uh, regular, right? He was a bar, re- yeah, not regular. L.A. He, guy. He was there. Uh, well, he's located. He's he's located in L.A. now, but I think he's from Philly. Oh, okay, okay. So that's why he was uh, probably in Chikara. Soldier Ant. Do you know who Soldier Ant is today? Was it Trent? A.K.A. Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. Okay. So, yeah. I don't, see, I, I have almost no knowledge of Chikara. So. Well, we'll talk about them one day too, right? That's just another topic, and we'll yeah. go back and watch like five matches, and you know, talk about that. That'll be fun. Uh, I saved three guys for last, and guys, there's a million people we didn't mention. Your favorite mass wrestler that we didn't mention. I apologize. Yes, please tell us. Yeah, because we, we'd I love mean, to hear it. I was trying to throw in as many names I could think of off the top of my head and just that needed to kind of fit in, but I know we missed some. And, and, and we probably and, missed some big and ones. There, yeah, there's probably some they would say, what about this guy? And you and I would go, oh my God, how did we miss yeah. that? So there, there's... A, wrestling and more mask. Wrestling know, and masks too. Or look, yeah. we always we can always do a correction segment. The only reason we don't is because, you know, to be honest, listeners, we don't get enough engagement. Um, but we got in, some engagement today on uh, something I posted on Twitter, and we'll talk about that in a minute here, too. Um, I saved these three for last. The first is Dick Bear, the Destroyer. What do you know about him? Mm-hmm. Uh, other than probably being one of the earliest, uh, you know, mass wrestlers in America, in North America, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know, don't know, pretty much a heel. Don't know too much other than that. Yeah, um, I mean, this guy became huge in Japan. He uh, he had some legendary feuds with uh, why isn't the name coming into to me? Uh, all all time Japanese wrestler, um, one of the most famous Japanese wrestlers of all time, Ricky Dozon. Okay, mm. so check this out. In early '63, Bayer wrestled three sold out matches against Giant Baba. Okay. In Los Angeles. In May 1963, he went to Japan for the first time. First time. And he wrestled Ricky Dozan. And he, mm. in this match, do you know how many people watch this match, dude? 70 million viewers. What? 70 million. Bro, WWE Raw does 2 million viewers, okay? Right. <laughs> Is that just wild? I mean, it is. It was a different time, yes. There was yeah. no smartphone, but it does matter. Like, 70 million viewers, dude. He was also called Dr. X. Uh, do you know the story about his kind of... Well, I, I'm just going to tell it because I don't think you do. So we'll talk about his not so much unmasking, but when people found out who he was. And it's a great story. So uh, Dick Bear, the destroyer, he would wrestle all over America, right? And then he would mm-hmm. get in his car and leave. And eventually, someone just fucking watched him go to his car and wrote down his license plate <laughs> and started That's making calls. Old school heat right there. Yeah. So they uh, they just made calls. And they are like, who's this plate belong to? And they were like, Dick Bear. And it's like, oh, fuck. So, you know, before the internet, he... Uh, he still got outed, but he had a real interesting mask. It was a white, almost like whitey tidy colored mask with the big holes for his nose, mouth, and eyes. In a way, you can see the guy's whole face through his mask, you know. 
but uh right. and he had a big red line going over it um he also had the dr x mask which is much scarier just all black mask with holes for the eyes and he's got those bright blue eyes so uh huge huge big time wrestler and a, a legend definitely in japan um and america he he's they, they've done entire events dedicated in in japan for mm. charity so uh in fact i saw one that had hiromu as a young lion in a battle royal so nice. good stuff there uh the next is tiger mask but tiger mask oh, yeah. tiger mask is not tiger mask right tiger mask is a lot of different stuff right right so i mean tiger mask is one of the most iconic uh you know one japanese asian you know japanese masked wrestlers right and mm -hmm. there's been numerous incarnations of him as well right numerous incarnations um so the most recent uh incarnation was actually kota ibushi right he played tiger mask w so i mean i mean the, the recent new incarnation and then i think ach played his alter his bad guy the bad guy across from him really yeah so that that was uh pretty interesting you also have the current new japan tiger mask who good wrestler we we know him i don't know his name exactly i'm trying but to find it he's but the fourth uh tiger mask or something right or something like that and he's probably what uh in his early 50s at this point yeah i mean he's uh he's a couple of years away from probably retiring mm -hmm. um so I'm getting I'm getting this list here. Okay, there we go. So that Tiger Mask is uh is this Tiger Mask five? There's been so many now that like you know okay that's Yoshihiro Yamazaki okay, and he uh, yeah he started in Michinoku Pro, got to New Japan, and he became Tiger Mask, and he does a good job. I think um he's done a good yeah, job. Sure. I would have loved to see him when he was younger, but uh. Never got that chance. There was a Tiger Mask 5 um, in IGF as Mino... Yeah. Huh? Was it... The, uh, go ahead, finish then. Uh, I Ikuhisa Minoa. Yeah, wasn't it some kind of MMA shoot guy that was doing it or something like that? It was, and actually... I've heard this guy's an awesome MMA fighter, too. Huh. So we're we're, we're going to have to learn more about this. I've heard a lot about this guy, Minnow Man, Minoa Man. And I've heard he was uh, real good stuff about him. And he was actually, let's see, he debuted against uh, Quentin Rampage Jackson. So in pride. Yeah. It's very interesting, but not quite what we're talking about here with wrestling and, although there is that uh, kind of uh, bleed into martial, right, martial sure. arts. Right, uh, Tiger Mask 3, Koji Kanemoto. Koji Kanemoto, well-known wrestler from New Japan, but really wasn't Tiger Mask for super long. He, he took after Misawa, um, and he lost a mask versus match, match against Liger, and then he was Koji Kanemoto again. So hmm. Tiger Mask 2, legendary Mitsuhara Misawa. Wow. You know the story there? 
No, tell me. Well, he was wrestling under Tiger Mask. He was smaller, and they wanted him to be that, you know, the next Tiger Mask. And there was this awesome, really, and it's on YouTube and stuff. And it it, it, it was so great. He And he had great mas- matches, too. Of course, it's Misawa. Um, he blew out his knee before one match and still had, like, this incredible match. Um, needed surgery afterwards, and he had that aerial style. And eventually they decided uh, for his teammate to just unmask him and throw it out to the crowd and move on. What we talked about, unmasking to become who you really are or a different incarnation, right? And that's what they did, man. They 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 made him into Misawa, someone we're going to do a whole episode about eventually. But uh, that mask meant a lot for Misawa, and uh, it was a big deal about him changing. And ever since that, you know, his moves were the tiger driver, tiger suplex, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, tiger mask. And then there's the original, uh, uh, you know, the original tiger mask, who everyone should know his name, but I uh, forgot it, and now I have to look it up, sadly. And this guy is uh, Sayama, Satoru Sayama. This guy is the best Tiger Mask. He embodies Tiger Mask. He's so ahead of his time that you watch him now, and it looks like... uh, It really looks like something like you would see nowadays, Mm. you know? Right, a little ahead of his time, yeah. Way ahead of his time, with uh, legendary matches against Dynamite Kid. But the thing they all had in common was that Tiger Mask, which was a comic book character. Right. So, um, cool mask too, right? They've all had pretty cool masks. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, Black tiger. Definitely the tiger look with the ears and then like kind of the sideburny fur, right? Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget uh, Rocky Romero and Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero, right? Uh, as Black Tiger. As Black Tiger. Yes. So, some kind of a spin off, if you will. Kind of a spin-off, and you know, the alter ego, the evil alter ego kind of guy. Right. So we... Yeah, we, and, we and, and what? No, 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 go ahead. Uh, I was just going to move on. I would say we get saved one guy for last. Who do you think we saved for last? Just do, go, go. Who is it? Who is it? Well, what's the rush here? No, I'm just... No, I want to know who it is, because I, I feel like we've done a good job. It's Liger. Of cover- well, oh yeah. I think we've hinted at him before. Uh, yes. I mean, Jushin Thunder Liger is the, uh, the greatest mass wrestler of all time. And I would I agree. be comfortable to say it's not even close. I, I agree. And we talk about being able to emote with the mask on. This guy could emote m- 10 times more than most unmasked wrestlers wearing a mask. And he's also probably the most well-rounded and uh, internationally, you know, great matches all over the world as well. All, all over the world. He had a long career. Um, he never really slowed down. He never slowed down. He always no. kept going. No, I mean, the only thing you can say about the guy, and that's just kind of the character of, you know, just who he is, is he, you know, probably the last, what, four or five years of his career, he lost to pretty much everyone on the way out. And that's just the kind of guy he was. Also a trainer at the dojo. So Yeah, um, I mean, a lot of the guys you see today um, are influenced by him in New Japan. I mean, there's no doubt he's one of the head trainers there. Nakamura said that he's the reason he became a wrestler. 
Yeah, I believe it. And if you ever see, there's this old documentary of, uh, I saw years ago of, um, the dojo getting a makeover Mm -hmm. and he's highly featured in it as having a, you know, a back room where he lives in and him being a huge, uh, Godzilla fan. Yeah, he had a whole room back there that he lived in. You think he lives? I mean, there I don't part think he the stay there every night, but he had it, his quarters there. Wow, he's so respected. He has his own little apartment in there. Well, not apartment. It was just like a room, you know, like yeah. his dorm. But um, yeah, because he was one of the head guys there, and uh, you know, he was one of his little side things was he would make Godzilla models. Oh wow, he's that much of a nerd, huh? Yeah, he was a huge Godzilla fan. So. Vegeta. Yeah, so definitely iconic, and um, I I think you know he might be the most famous mass wrestler in the world in the history, right? I mean, in the world, as far as people have like, I've seen that before. There, even if it's like I've seen that mask before, I've seen that guy before. Is he a Power Ranger? No, he's not. (laughs) But um, you know, he's had and every you know seventies, eighties, nineties, and all the way up. I knew him as a I knew who he was even when I was a kid for some reason. Not sure how, because uh, this was before he wrestled in WCW, but, like, I don't know. It was so omnipresent, ever-present, that you, like, you looked at a wrestling magazine, you're probably going to see a picture of him. Um, And so, Mm -hmm. without getting into too much of how great he is, because we could talk about that. That's another whole episode, right? Like, Absolutely. The look of his mask was really cool. It was more than a mask. It was an entire body suit with the mask, too. Very unique mask definitely had to toe with the whole thing and uh you know not your typical look it was more of like a uh you know 70s a, you know kind of a power rangery look right it was very japanese yeah yeah and it, yeah. it definitely came from the like the comic a comic as well um but you know the spikes coming out of the head which mm-hmm. was just and the hair yeah the long hair you know another thing well i say let's say but i, I was gonna say you know, again, we talk about emoting with the masks. No one can emote better uh, and show that you don't need to show your face to, to emote. This dude could play a dastardly heel. He could play an incredible baby face. Everything. And we knew what He's he was feeling and his emotions because the mask, it didn't matter. I mean, he she sold it all with his body. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing... Uh, Right now, I'm seeing Great Sasuke on the finals of the Best of the Super Juniors when Great Sasuke fucked up on the uh, the springboard and Liger starts clapping. You know, like, good job, buddy. Good job. You failed at the last minute. And it's just uh, just a great look. Um, it's a mask that, like, hardcore Puto fans all want to own. Um, and he's done different colors too. He's had the cerule or he had the greenish blue. He's done yeah. red. He's black. done black. Yeah. Um, and all colors. Who can forget Chris Jericho as uh, the other Liger guy? Well, that was something that we said we never talk about, <laughs> right? White Liger. He's something like that. One of his worst matches of his career. So, um, I, I went on Twitter, by the way, and I asked who was, who, who people's favorite masked wrestlers were. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I got, uh, for you and I, I think we would both say, uh, Liger, right? We kind of said that already. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Um, Andy says Pentagon Jr. 
who he says is legitimately one of the coolest wrestlers ever. Can't disagree with that. No, can't disagree with that. Definitely. Uh, my friend Buttocks says, and Buttocks, shout out to him. He's uh, he's kind of with uh, Baked.Live, um, Baked.TV. So he says that Curry Man is his favorite re- uh, masked <laughs> wrestler. A little tongue-in-cheek there, but that's fun. And sure. Jose Maria Gomez with a very respectable answer. Dick Bayer, the Destroyer, is his favorite masked wrestler. Go so, who, you know, who, who is your guy's favorite masked wrestler? Go ahead and let us know. Um, write in, send us a message on Twitter. We'd love to hear it. And the, the last thing I want to talk about with masks is that I think, honestly, that AEW has brought uh, respect to masks again in America. I mean, definitely with the presentation of, you know, specifically the Lucha Brothers, right? Yeah, 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 and and Luchasaurus, but, you know... In, and having a masked announcer. Masked announcer? Have we seen a masked ref? Well, not uh, unless the face mask that they're wearing in New Japan. So, no. I, I think that's a little bit of a distraction. Eh, well, that's true. You don't want the ref to, to be, like the focal point of the match but how about we get a, a wrestler or a ma- uh, referee and we put a mask on him with the black and white stripes you know mm-hmm. that'd be cool would you be down no no i think we're okay i mean i can understand having a mask wrestler as a special guest referee at some point but uh but you don't need no to do that anytime soon if Phoenix or if Penta was a masked referee, though, you th- he would fit right in with the black and the white. Well, you know, a lot of times former wrestlers become referees, so why not make Bushi a referee? Great idea, and just keep the gimmick going. Yeah, I love it. He'll wear his Venom mask with the tongue hanging out as he. There you go. As he is going, so um, yeah. And I was just talking about the future of masks. Mexico is Mexico, and Japan is Japan. Very consistent. As far as that's gone, Mexico is always going to be the place uh, where you get your mask. But I, I think America, in, in, in WWE, there's not a lot of respect for masks. There's Rey Mysterio, right? And that is that that's pretty much it. Well, they had guys like Kalisto and... The Lucha know, Party. But the, those dudes quickly became 24-7 uh, belt. Yeah, fodder, right? But I think that, yeah, they'll never have like a a top guy as a masked, you know, Never. I mean, of course, you know, Ray Mysterio had a little bit of a run, but he was someone that we've seen unmasked and all that, but I don't think they'll ever have a masked guy, you know, and Kane Rey even Mysterio had it for never, one day. Never pushed, you know, he's the fiend had it for a minute, but yeah. we knew who he was before. So I don't really think uh, they're ever going to have a, you know, a luchador or, or a masked guy, especially as a champion. I just don't think it's going to happen. Mm-mm. It's just not. They want a they want a real face to put on posters and be on Good Morning America. I guess e- I even know. trying to push for the Latin American audience, you know, they still want your dudes with no mask, you know, handsome guys, Humberto Creo, uh, people like that. That well, and that's why they probably gave Alberto Del Rio so many chances, right? Yeah, probably shit. And uh, look what happened to him. So I, I think times are changing in America, but that goes for a lot of stuff as far as AEW goes. A lot of respect for masked wrestlers, for the mask. 
Um, even some funny gimmicky stuff there, too. Kind of like Cody wearing a mask during his uh, performance with his little homeboy. I forget that dude's name. He, he's kind of like the worst wrestler in AEW. Uh, I don't remember. Oh. Um, Is it Fuego so, 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 Sol or something Fuego, like that? Fuego de Sol. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. From from what North Carolina or so or from Tennessee? Or I'm Kentucky not sure. Or something. I Isn't love he that. Sammy Guevara's buddy? Uh, the, yeah, they were, but now Guevara's a heel. Um, you got Ninja Mac, who is a jobber on AEW, but he's actually pretty good. He wrestled in Noah recently. Right, and, I think uh, he went to Noah, and I hear he's super talented. He's out here a lot. I haven't really seen him in person yet, but I hear he's fun to watch. But but they had him job out hardcore to someone recently. Maybe it was Wardlow or something or Keith mm. Lee. So, uh, yeah, I think times are changing, and uh, I'm excited. But masks, crucial part of wrestling. You have to know about them to be a wrestling fan. And hopefully we've kind of filled you in on filled some of those gaps in that you didn't know in your knowledge and help you understand the history a little bit. And Justin? Yes. <laughs> you ready to uh you ready to talk about something else for just a little bit here? Yeah, yeah. Quick I am quickly. Quickly, Justin. Or not too quickly. Don't don't hurry up too much. We both have been missing the best of the Super Juniors this year, right? I mean, I've watched spots of it. Just haven't had the time or the the you know, sometimes you'll get to the end of the day and it's like I am gonna fall asleep after you know, because it's just you're tired. And you, you don't have the uh, the time to give it the attention that it deserves, right? Yeah. Uh, whoa. Breaking audio on the MJF situation. This is breaking audio, which means that they recorded it kind of out of nowhere. Um, mm. Maybe I'll, we'll talk about that. I'll, I'll listen after our show because I'm not okay. going to listen as we Well, it's going to be old news by the time we, uh, you know, put this out there anyway yeah that's weird breaking audio that's they usually only do that in emergencies so uh okay um okay uh best of super juniors results uh so right now we have el Fantasmo and el desperado robbie eagles el lindemann and wheeler yuda all at the top of b block actually eagles lindemann and yuda a couple points below but yuda getting his redemption hmm so he's gone four and three. Um, okay. So we got those people in the mix. El Lindemann realistically could make it to the finals, too. Yeah, he's had a strong showing in terms of just seeing him. Uh, he's yeah, also he's a awesome. champion. Yeah. So whatever thing that's called the the, the G Rex uh, Tyrannosaurus, yeah, Brontosaurus title, whatever it's called. El Desperado could win this thing too, and we could have another Despi Hiromu match. Um, I think I think we're getting Despi to win this whole thing. Definitely, definitely possible. Um, on the other side, Ace Austin and Taiji Ishimori both with ten points. Ace Austin looking good. A him and Alex Zane have really uh, shined and got over with the fans. I know that we talked about Zane a little bit, you and I personally yesterday. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you saw, he had a huge line for his, uh, uh, you know, whatever, fan fest thing. And you, drew, you drew a picture of him? Yeah, and he retweeted it, which is cool. Awesome. And Ace Austin, I was 
telling you yesterday, he jumped into one of my conversations randomly, which is pretty cool too. Um, seems yeah, like a nice guy. Yeah, we've said it. It really behooves these guys to um, interact with the fans, right? Um, it, it's always helpful, but you know, it's balanced with their mental health as well. Like, you know, should they be well, going if, yeah, online? If, if you're of sound mind and can, uh, you know, handle the interaction, the good and the bad, then it's not a bad idea to, to dive in and be involved. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I talked to him over over DM. So Ace Austin, thank you for that, Ace. A really cool guy that I, I wasn't a huge fan of before, but now I, I definitely want to buy a shirt from him. He's hit me up. And so, yes, it does behoove you. Certain fans love just, you just give them a hello, and that's enough of us for us to cheer for you, you know? So yeah, acknowledge us. Acknowledge as me. Someone said, "Yes." Forgot who said that. Was that a that was from Frazier, right? That's Roman Reigns, dude. No, no, come on, go with the joke. Frazier. Um, Taiji Ishimori also up there. Taiji Ishimori. He's kind of one of those people. You, he could win anything. You never know. They always sometimes put him up at that top spot. Yeah, but him being the title holder, I don't really think. Uh, you know, I don't unless. He just makes the final and loses, but yeah, I don't think so. The thing that bothers me is Clark Connors and Francisco Akira each have six points. I really wanted to see Francisco Akira come out stronger. He's a great wrestler. He's taken some of Will Ospreay's junior moves, which is really awesome. And Clark... I think they're probably angling him for those tag titles with PJP. Oh, I, I could see that. I could see that. And Clark Connors, who is great too, and finally back in Japan. I know he was very disappointed he didn't have any main events. Um, but, you know, you, he's got to understand in Japan, you know, they, it's not WWE. They're not going to be like, uh, unless you're Okada, they're not going to be like, guy comes back and wins everything. Like, you're going to have to work to get to that point. Yeah, so, he's going to have to build up from scratch again. Or now that he has the gimmick, he has to build up, uh, you know from scratch so when we get g1 announcements justin what are you hearing is it going to be this uh, best of super juniors finals or is it i would imagine that yeah they would probably announce the competitors um uh probably uh, what's the road to after best of the super Jun dominion dominion after that they might do it at dominion though i think they either do it during the dominion road to or they'll do it at dominion yeah and we have Japanese crowds cheering again! Woo! Is that a, is that already official or not yet? It is not official yet, although okay. certain events are doing it. And I think it's coming real soon. And this is what we have been waiting for for years, Justin. We've talked about it yeah, on almost every true. podcast. Not an exaggeration. If you were a Japanese fan, how excited would you be right now for this? I'm pretty excited, to be honest. Wrestling is back. Absolutely, wrestling is, is. back. Uh, I I heard rumors that they would might have certain sections where you could pay more to cheer. Wouldn't that be messed up? I yeah I don't. That's ridiculous. But uh, letting it go this long was a little ridiculous. So who knows? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, very very exciting. This is company changing. This is wrestling changing. We're gonna get. We're finally going back to, you know, everyone, when COVID was going on, people were like, well, once the movie theaters open, everyone's going to go back. And what happened was like, things opened so slowly that there was no like celebration. It was a very slow process, right? 
Well, I mean, movie theaters before the pandemic were kind of struggling anyway, right? I mean, I think so. With the way home technology is for, you know, most TVs look better than a movie screen these days, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, the thing I'm saying is that we all had this idea that one day everything would open up and we would all just go back to our normal lives, but it was a much more gradual experience than that. And, and it still isn't quite there yet. There's still small things that aren't quite what they were. So, Like you, like getting yeah. tested every week? Yeah, stuff like that. But I mean, it'll be, I guess the new normal is the stupid way, is the way you hear everyone say it. But it'll be norm, a little notch below normal is where we'll end up, I think. And it's called the living with COVID strategy. It's just, it yeah. has become part of our lives. Um, and, you know, we're going to keep doing the things we did. So uh, it's very exciting that this is happening. Um, if this is happening at the Best of the Super Junior show, oh, man, I'm going to be so excited. Uh, the question is, how much has it affected the fans, though, over the years? That's going to be an interesting question to see. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, are they going to not do it for a little while and ease into it? Or are they just going to go all out? Who knows? Yeah, it depends on how much they drink, I'm sure, right? Sure, yeah, if they're allowed to there. They still yeah. might not allow food and stuff, who knows? They they allow drinks, though, right? I don't know. You gotta I mean, have you water. Have to drink, yeah. yeah. But Basic human survival, right? Allow some. Uh, allow these Japanese fans to get drunk. So, very, very exciting news there. Best of Super Junior is not quite as hot as it's been, but it hasn't been for a few years, right? Um, no, I think dis- it's as hot as it's been in the last few years for sure. It's just that we haven't had the chance to really um, dive in. You know, I don't think it's as hot as it's been. I think it's right down there with the last couple of years where not many people are talking about it. Um, not many. Well, I mean, the talk thing is is that's a whole different story. I, I mean, bet you their no, views think, are much less. Well, I'm not talking about views. It's just in, in terms of who's over there and the quality is way better than it's been in the last few years. No, I agree with that. But the disappointing yeah. thing that I'm saying is that it's still not really doing a whole lot popularity-wise. But I, I, I'm hoping yeah. that with the crowds back and as things go on that Japan, because they're also, you know, they're not selling well, as many tickets as they used to sell either. The, the real gauge of that's going to be the G1. I mean, you know, that's what will really see how far they've come and how popular it'll be when they start pulling guys from North America and from AEW into the G1, mm. not just Wheeler, Yuta and two guys from impact who have obviously done great and everything, but they, if they get some real, kind of mainstream get names a in that lead. tournament yeah um danielson or if yeah or danielson like that's the going to be the thing that's going to really get attention yeah i i i agree and uh yeah i i definitely agree and i think a lot more people are going to be talking about that but uh still it's been a good tournament from what i've seen i don't think i've seen a bad match to be honest i thought wato versus tjp was kind of okay but most matches are good good matchups and uh entertaining so far absolutely um not a disappointing watch if you put it on for sure yeah so before we get out of here um we are going to give our very quick and dirty double or nothing predictions okay Okay. And then uh, the listeners can listen to them and say, did they get so a Should we even yes bother no? with predictions since by the time, you know, 
maybe we could just kind of say what we're expecting to happen at the end or something like that. Is um, MJF going to show up? Who wins the title? And what I'm happens about to at find the that end? Out. Cause I was thinking, I, I, I like, was talking with somebody about it. There's really been no build to forbidden door, right? Uh, there has, no idea there has been coming. a little build. There has been a little build to forbidden. Okay. Door. What do we have then? What's yeah, the build? That, so that was, well, there was a little build because they're ha- they're doing double or nothing, dude, right now. Right, right, but there's been no build to Forbidden Door. I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing, but we no, don't there, have any there, matches being teased or anything, yeah, right? Yeah, you do. You had Jeff Cobb show up on uh, Dynamite, and okay. they attacked the... Uh, who did they attack? The, the tag team champions? Did they attack the Lucha? No, they attacked FTR. I mean, uh, FTR. Who are ROH champions. Yes, yes. So okay. So that could be a match, or they could do that in the next couple of weeks, right? Sure, um, they could. But I'm just saying, there's no main angles whatsoever. There's no, there's nothing. You know, has been. There hasn't really been a build that doesn't really count. I mean, I guess it's something that could be on the card, but you know, we don't know what have any idea what the main event is. I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. But I think double or nothing is going to give us something. Well, you always want to lead to the next one, right? Although, you know, this is something I want people to understand. It's like, don't... It's less than a month away, though. This, you know, Forbidden Door is like, right, it's coming pretty fast. Well, then you have a a little shorter build. But something I want a lot of fans to understand is don't expect Okada to show up on AEW and stuff like that. Like, this... Why why won't the change drop at the end of (laughs) tomorrow after whoever wins that title? I mean, it, he's he's definitely not because, on New Japan shows right now. Because first of all, it's probably going to be uh, a multi-man tag for that. So yeah, it's possible. I, he comes I know out. they're going to have to have a singles match. I know they're not going to give us everything we want right away, and I don't want them to. But you got to have Okada in a singles match. No, Come on. no, you don't. You can have Okada and Rocky Romero versus you know. Some dude from the Dark Order and and Hangman Page. Oh, th- fans are not going to like that. I would. You wouldn't be happy with seeing Okada in America? I know I would be happy with that, but I want to see him in a singles match. Yeah, but you know that there's booking issues there, so we'll. S- well, there's creative ways around that. I mean, come on. Well, you what? You want to see a double DQ in the in the main event? Oh, no, you can have a forty minute draw or whatever. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, there there's possibilities, man. But uh, let's right now not get our hopes up because we've already seen Noah versus New Japan and how they booked. Now Tony Khan's involved, right? So hopefully they go a little more serious with the title matches and stuff like that. But. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the the North American audience is going to demand way more than they gave the Japanese audience with the Noah thing. I if think it was the, we if demanded it, a if lot it was from the, that. If 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 it's anything like the Noah thing, people here are going to be very disappointed. Yeah, yeah, they will be. But it's they need to New offer Japan, a dude. big single. They need to offer two big singles matches. At, you know, at the top of the card that are high caliber otherwise i don't think people are going to take it seriously they want two dream matches or at least one okada versus danielson punk whatever it is that needs to be on this card i'm I'm and i'm not saying that i wouldn't be happy with what you're talking about but for people to take it seriously and to 
you know, sell pay-per-views and all that stuff. I know it's sold out blindly with people, but to really drum up that interest, they're going to have to put something like that at the top of the card. They got to, they got to, they, if they already sold the tickets. You're making it sound even worse now, dude. Like, well, shit, they can no, just, I'm just put whatever saying, they want on there. If they want to do it again and all that stuff, they're going to have to have a big match there. Let's let's just wait and see, man. We know how these things. If it's work. a if there is a if there is a freaking tag match as the main event, I I'll be very disappointed. I will watch. I it mean, I'm not saying it won't be a good it. match and stuff. Yeah, sure, but I mean, come on, you know, they got to be bigger than that. Look, Justin, if I were you, I agree. I would book it that way. But I'm just saying yeah. you look at, at the history of these promotion versus promotion things in the last, you know, 10, 20 years, whatever there has been, and there's barely ever any big singles matches. Now, this is America, right? None of those. It's not yeah, Japan. This, this is different here. Yeah. This wasn't so, at, there wasn't 20 people in the Tokyo Dome for it. They sold out instantly. They're, they have to provide something. Well, no. The well, now, what I'm saying is, is since bigger. they sold up, they don't have to provide things now. Is because they already sold the well, tickets. Well, if they so. want to do it again, if they want to do it again, which they are, they're gonna have to. Where'd you hear you that? Know, Did you they're hear gonna. That? They're, they're clearly gonna do it again. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? It's not a one-time only thing. I mean. I haven't heard announcements. It's one of those things again. Like as a New Japan and AEW fan, I would love that, but I don't. I'm pretty sure they want to do it again. I would love for next year if they go to Japan and do Forbidden Door I Two, think, right? No, I think if it works out well, it's it'll be like the third night of Wrestle Kingdom will be another Forbidden Door. Well, uh, look, my main point is Justin. I agree with you. All the things you're listing is things I want, yeah. and that would be fucking awesome. I'm just saying I'm not getting my hopes up because I've seen these. Promotion versus promotion. No, things. I'm not saying to get. I'm just saying that they they should do this. They, they should. should provide that. They should. I'm not. I'm not saying expect it, but you know, if they're gonna do this right, they need to put something like that at the top of the. Oh, well, to me, all all belts should be on the line. Like, yeah. If or or at least you can have title champion versus, versus title champion. Yeah, and doesn't have to be for any titles. You know. Yeah. It could all be. You know, they could do title versus title. For sure, whoever's the champ, whoever's and, the champ, main event, go. And, and, Okada, and even if you do Okada Danielson, Okada oh, Danielson, who's kind of, you know, he's kind of upper mid card right now. He doesn't have a title or anything. It wouldn't really hurt him to lose to Okada. Well, and that's what I was about to say. Okada is maybe the one wrestler in the world that's not like some legend. You know, well, he is a legend, but a living, like, working legend. He's like the one and wrestler anyone can lose to, and it still is respectable. And it wouldn't hurt, yeah, it wouldn't hurt for, you know, CM Punk to win the title and three weeks later lose to Okada yeah. in a great match. I don't think it would hurt AEW at all. That's not really a match I want to see, but uh, I'd much rather see... I know, I'm not saying that... You know, I'm just saying they're going to have to offer. I think that it would be in their best interest to offer something like that. Well, as I told you last night, I would love to see Hangman retain and see Hangman versus Okada, two guys that have okay. history. And then at the next show, you can have Punk become champion because he needs he should be champion. Um, but he probably needs to be. And it's one of those things we're doing now or you can't really wait any longer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, and, you know, FTR versus, you know, you could do FTR versus the Forbidden, or not the Forbidden Door, the United Empire. Yeah, you yeah, could do, God, Bob. 
you could do uh, Will Ospreay versus, I mean, Sammy Guevara or any of those guys, right? You could. I do, would love to see Hiromu and Darby Allen. Ooh. I don't think Somebody I want to see that, that Justin. <laughs> Somebody yeah. might die. Oh my God, um, that would be how much fun. Nuts. Would that or you be? could do a, th- or you could do a, you know, you could. Yeah, that would be awesome. I would love that. Uh, fucking Shingo versus Keith Lee, or some wild stuff. You know, there's there's so many great things, and I yeah. think, and I think, and I hope that on Wednesday in L.A. Right, that. Yeah that that it will be our first taste. We'll have a run out or something. Surely uh, Suzuki is going to be part of it since he loves America and those guys. Um, maybe Tanahashi will run out and beat the shit of somebody, out of somebody. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> now's the time, man. At, at a show is you're the, not going to be at, sadly. I, where's Do, where's Dominion? Dominion's like June 8th, huh? Something like that. So it's coming up, too. So, oh, yeah. Maybe we'll have someone come to Japan to... Maybe Brian Danielson will attack Okada after defeating uh, Ooh. Uh, uh, Jay White in Osaka. Ooh. See, there you go. June 12th, by the way. June 12th. There you go. Uh, that That's a See? great idea. Having like a dude do a run in here and having a dude do a run in there. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. So let's just keep it at that for now, okay? Okay. Cool. Um Thank you guys for listening. Wrestling and masks. We uh, and good call, Justin, on the uh, double or nothing sl- stuff. We could talk. We talked about uh, Forbidden Door instead because honestly, you listen to this and that's something we're looking forward to. We are going to both watch Double or Nothing tomorrow, right? Yes, right. And uh, you know, we'll have our tweets and stuff. You can find me at at John Ensman. Our our our, our, on Twitter, we are at Wrestling and Pod, I believe, uh, or Wrestling and Podcast, and I should find that. Real That's quick. on Instagram. So, so on Insta- Instagram, we are at Wrestling and Pod, and I believe on Twitter, it's Wrestling and Podcast. Why don't you tell them your Instagram? At In Ring Art everywhere. At In Ring uh, Art, he's uh, he's famous. And Instagram, except he's famous on Instagram. So I got more followers. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Way more. Uh, did this just say Wardlow versus Johnny Gargano breaking news? What? Uh, hang on. Let me see. It's fake. Okay, it's fake. It's got to be fake, right? I guess. No Cody, no MJF, no Million. No MJF, people are saying. Mm. Uh, yeah. Is this really? Hang on. Let me Let me just check this Gargano thing real quick because... Uh, that's okay. It says Gargano isn't wrestling Wardlow and people are tweeting no MJF. So we better get out of here. I'm going to listen to this breaking audio. You look up the news and we'll text each other. We will be back maybe next week. I don't know what's going on. We'll see. Maybe a few weeks. We'll see guys. Thank thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We appreciate you guys and we will see you guys later. Later.